Well, happy Friday, August 6th. Thank you for getting involved. Good morning, Kelly Collis, and a very happy National Cycle to Work Day to you. Why is that day in August? That's a perfect thing to do in the heat and humidity in D.C., ride to work. Yeah, right. Brought to you by the Association for Deodorant, I think is where that came from. <laughs> also, it's International Beer Day, but I think we should not celebrate those things together. Hey, I'm Tommy McFly. I'm Kelly Collis. We love D.C. Tommy and I were first neighbors, then friends, and then we actually hosted a morning radio show together. We bring people together, create an awesome community moments around D.C., and have been invited to and asked to leave some of the most interesting spots in the nation's capital. We're so glad that you're listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoy some really fun headlines from D.C. and beyond. That was a lot. Let's get started. So in full disclosure, I am in Greece recording this. Kelly is at our world headquarters in Northwest Washington, and it seems that I have left the district, my goodness, at a great time. All hell's breaking loose there. What's going on? There's actually a lot going on. There were a time in D.C. where August was dead. It was recess. Congress was out of town. People went on vacation. Well, that is not the case, Tommy, and you're missing out on the celebrities that have come through that's like my favorite thing. What do you mean? No, I know. I know. So uh, Dave Chappelle, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, opened up the anthem um, last Friday night and he did not disappoint because uh, he spent some time in his hometown, Hank's Oyster Bar at the District Wharf, of course, right next to the anthem. He paid them a little visit before his show on Friday. So that was really cool to see them post that up on the Instagram. And you love seeing celebrities support locally owned restaurants in our fair city. That is really cool. And he was bopping around some other spots too. I think he like showed up at all kinds of places. Do you know more than me than from Greece? Because I've really been stalking <laughs> um, Rafa Nadal, who is in oh, town yeah. for the city open uh, tennis tournament. And he has been everywhere. Like it's getting to the point, like if you haven't seen him and you've been out and about D.C., like you're just you're missing out um, because he spent a, a whole week before his tournament uh, here just like loving on D.C. Tommy. Like he took a bike ride in front of the, uh, the, the Washington Monument. He went down to Thomas Jefferson. He um, has been walking around Georgetown. He went out to dinner at Fiole Mare. Like He's just been everywhere, and he's posting it all on his Instagram, so we're able, if you don't see him, you at least know where he's going. That is really cool, and I've seen him, I've seen like one of the City Open matches, like clips on the internet from this, and I, I'm aware that Nadal is like the man, but can you give me a little background on him? Because like I, I, like I know he's tennis important, but I don't really know that he's not, like you know what I mean? Well, I, he's won. I don't have the stats right in front of me because this is not really my sport. Yeah. But he's won like a lot of Wimbledon's, French Opens, U.S. Opens. He's he's a big deal. OK. And, and we have not seen him. He backed out of the Wimbledon. He backed out of the Olympics. And so this is a big deal that he's here in D.C. Obviously, a huge get for tennis fans. Um, he won his first tournament. And um, it's just he's a like a he's like the. LeBron James of tennis like oh just, okay he's he's one of the most famous male professional tennis players at this day and time nice very cool like yeah like I didn't know like when like Nessie came or the soccer player I was like yeah that's a international thing we should be caring about that's I mean that's a good comparison he he is he is um from Spain mm -hmm. uh so but I just love that he's like 
literally playing tourist in D.C. Apparently, the D.C. has a um, has him in Georgetown. Someone was walking their dog and is a huge Nadal fan. And his dog is named Rafi. Just that's his first name. And then Saul Nadal and they met the dog. And there's a photo of him holding the dog and named after him. And I mean, it's just good stuff. Hey, does, does Nadal want to move here? Because we could use some like sports heroes who are in the community. Are you just, just talking about Scherzer leaving town? Is that just a, a reference to that? <laughs> Scherzer, Turner, whatever. I'm still salty about it. I know. We haven't talked in a while. Mm-hmm. I see what you did there. Just saying. Yes. Um, Scherzer and Turner have officially moved to L.A. Scherzer pitched his first game in L.A. But you know what? Him and his wife, Erica, they're classy people. Yeah. Do you know what they did? I heard about this. It's so great. It's amazing. They paid for adoption fees for every type of pet possible through the first week of August. Turtles, from rabbits, <laughs> dogs, no, the, the, all of them. There wasn't just dogs because they have like multiple dogs. <laughs> all the adoption fees, turtles, rabbits, birds, cats, dogs. And that was their way of sort of thanking um, everyone in D.C. for uh, making them feel welcome for the last seven years. There's going to be so many animals named Max in this city now because of this moment. <laughs> Think of it, at the dog park. Come here, Max. And all the dogs are like, who, me? What? <laughs> I know. I feel like you can't name a turtle Max, though, because they, they just go too slow. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. You can't have Mad Max the tortoise. I agree. <laughs> Um, and Tommy, if you will let me, since we are talking about the Nats, while they are just stinking big time and tanking, it has been really fun seeing some of these young players come up and, and them doing their thing. But in the middle of all them tanking and being you know, <laughs> swept by the Phillies, um, they announced their 2022 schedule. And I feel like that that's just a sign of hope. Like it's like getting a brand new book. Like I'm still reading this one. It's pretty terrible. I'm going to get through it. But like, it's supposed to be really, really, really good. I love it. Okay. So the, so like the sequel could be, could, be, could be exciting. Exactly. And so we know April 4th, mark your calendars. That's the home opener against Philadelphia. Uh, we know for the first time coming back to D.C., the Astros will be playing in May. The Dodgers are also playing in May. We might see our boys coming back in their uniforms back at Nats Park. Um, so it'll be interesting. And also we're seeing uh, the, the Mariners come. And I don't remember the last time they were here. These are, of course, all the American League mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. teams. So it's kind of fun to see these teams that we don't normally play. Um, are you, we haven't talked, I haven't taken your temperature. Where are you on like the grief scale of all the things with the Nats and the trades and everything? I'm clearly still in the anger phase. I'm not in the anger stage. I went to the game the other night. Um, there's a what's really fun is the fans. There's lots of signs and, you know, love for Max still. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm not in the anger stage. I'm actually really excited to see these young players that are playing really well, actually, um, given that they're, it's basically a brand new team. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm just kind of enjoying that and enjoying the, the season as it is. There's nothing I can do about it. And I believe in Rizzo, who made all these <laughs> trades and is trying to rebuild the team. So. That's I'm into that. And I'm sticking to it. I was thinking um, this week of the people who stitched the letters on the back of the jerseys. They have been busy. The team seamstress or whomever does that. They've been busy. Yes, they've been on deck. Totally. <laughs> Working a little overtime. And here's something I want you to think about next time you go to the park or see a jersey. When they stitch the last name on the back shoulders, 
do you think they start in the middle and go out with the letters or do they start on the left and hope it hits on the center? Well, I don't know because I have a personalized jersey with my name on it mm-hmm. and I got it done at the at the store and they have this giant machine that does it. So I can't remember if they start it that way, but they have a machine that like makes sure that it's perfect. Throw it in the jersey machine. There you go. Well, let's let's talk about a time, Kelly, when art was done by hand. The Van Gogh period, if you will. So a immersive 3D Van Gogh art experience coming to D.C. And this was weird because we heard months ago that they're like, this immersive Van Gogh thing that's been around the world is coming to D.C. Buy your tickets. We're not telling you where, but it'll be somewhere. And now we know where. Yeah, well, okay, we can't make fun of it because I believe both you and I uh, bought tickets. Oh, I did, didn't I? Yes, (laughs) you did. I'm not going to be here for it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you better pull out that email and give them away. Oh, man, I got to get my tickets to this friend. I think I did buy them. I'm like, where am I going to be in August? Of course I'm going to go. It's a pandemic. We're not going anywhere. Damn it. I think I did buy tickets for the damn, (laughs) for the Van Gogh thing. All right, well, there you go. But when, Uh, like, uh, we were nervous that, like, out-of-town company was going to be like, we're coming to D.C., but actually we're like a Gaylord National Harbor. So glad to know that it is happening in D.C. It is. Yeah, it is. It's um, it's the Rhode Island Center, and that's part of um, the area that's gone through a lot of development in the last couple of years. But that's basically where the Home Depot is. Mm. Everyone knows that Home Depot in Northeast off Rhode Island. They're building like a new retail area of condos, mixed use space that is like not yet ready for public consumption. So they're just kind of going in there and doing a little pop up. Oh, cool. And that starts Friday, August 6th and goes for, for several weeks. And I'm kind of excited for it. I mean, I, I was all in. I bought the tickets. I did the thing. I probably overpaid. I don't know. I had to dig out the email to find out what day and time. <laughs> um, but this is a fun thing to do in D.C. It sounds awesome. And it, I remember like watching the video when it first popped, and you're like, this is great. Oh, yeah. But you and I are both huge joiners. Yes. <laughs> Which is why I wanted you to give me more information on it all. <laughs> right. Right. I'm, looking, I'm looking through my emails. I uh, Randomly, I've got a lot of Van Gogh in my email. Did you spell it right? Because I was doing that wrong, too. There's, it's G-O-G-H. Yes. Van Gogh. Yeah, I don't think I actually, I don't think I bought them, which is great news. No, you definitely bought them. Huh. I thought, because you were like asking me to go, and I'm like, no, I already got tickets. and. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And the fact that I can't find the confirmation makes even more sense. So that's maybe yeah. you didn't hit the actual button. You didn't want to commit. I know you sometimes have issues with. Also, um, as we're like planning our futures and our lives together, uh, Enchant coming back to Nats Park again. This was not that big of a surprise because when they initially did the first season in nineteen, they said that they signed for three years, and then of course couldn't do it last year. But it's exciting that it's coming back. That like bajillions of lights at Nats Park, keeping. Kelly's favorite place, Nats Park, alive throughout the winter months. Mm-hmm. It's starting November 26th. Tickets go on sale in September. Um, it is so much fun because not only you're like on the field at Nats Park, but there's all sorts of vendors and activations for kids and cocktails for the adults. And you kind of like bundle all up. And of course, it's going to be outside so we can feel good about um, gathering together once again. Yeah. Get your like buddy the elf on. It is. I didn't know what to expect when I went, but it is. A Christmas explosion. It's amazing. Yes, it, it really it, it's a, it's a it's a really cool tradition. So I'm glad it's coming back. See, look at all the things that are happening in D.C., Tommy. Yeah, this is awesome. More often. 
<laughs> I should. I totally should. I'm happy to do that, Kelly. We should talk about that later. Uh, there was an earthquake, too. Did I see that properly on Instagram? Uh, yes. It, 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 can you believe it? There was an earthquake. I guess the epicenter was in Clarksburg, Maryland, just on the edge of Montgomery County. They are going into Frederick County. Um, and it was a, it's a 2.1. So I know people that like from California and other places that have earthquakes all the time like that's not a big deal. But it, people did feel it. It was in the early hours of the morning. People did feel their house shaking a little bit. The uh, It was only a 2.1 crowd can stuff it, though, because if you're not used to earthquakes, that any any point anything is is disconcerting. So the California people can just sit this one out for sure. Um, so, yeah, I mean, apparently it was, even went into Annapolis. So I just get with these with these like earthquakes, like I feel like when there's one, there's more. Mm -hmm. And of course, we had our, our, our earthquake in, in D.C. proper and the suburbs. What was that? 2011? Yes, it was. Yeah. So um, hopefully that won't happen again. The uh, the um, Washington Monument, actually, I heard from Park Service, came way closer to falling down than we thought it did when they did it. That's horrible. So when I went up in there, because the monument's back open, and I was I was doing the thing, um, I was doing the TV report about like, hey, it's back open. When you go up there and you look, it is a mason freestanding structure. So it is just like stone on stone with some mortar for like form. And I was like, this is great. And so now there, there had not been bolts or anything up there. And now there's like different pieces that like hold different pieces together because the way it was structured had one of those stones fallen, the entire damn thing would have come down. Jenga. Yeah. Basically like Jenga. And it was basically like, you don't realize how close we were to having the monument come down that day. So, Hey, look at that. We, it's a win. We, it didn't. And they put some like robo scaffolding around it for a while and they popped it all back together. And here we are. So the 2.1 crowd, just get involved because it was like a three that got us to our situation we were in in D.C. So I feel you, Clarksburg. Don't let anybody tell you that your earthquake didn't matter. All right. Don't let anybody dull your sparkle, Clarksburg. You felt that and we feel you. All right. Just saying is all. Uh, speaking of feeling quite a bit, the um, oat mites. I read this on Washingtonian. Is it really a thing, though, or is it just like everyone's, you know, is it something new to panic about, or are the oat mites that are eating everybody really a thing? I am a victim of oat mites, Tommy. <laughs> I'm sorry? Yes, it is a total thing. So, gosh, last week um, I woke up in the middle of the night, and I was just, like, scratching, and I had all these bumps in the back of my leg. I thought it was a spider bite. I called the exterminator. I changed the sheets. I did the whole thing. The next day, my husband wakes up with them. I think we have bed bugs or my dog has fleas or like, I don't know what, because they're all these little like welts. Yeah. And finally, someone on next door um, posted up, you know, the neighborhood thing, the article from the Washington Post, which did a whole piece on it. So what's happening is these oat mites, they believe are um, they love their favorite snack in the whole wide world is baby cicadas. <laughs> the little nymphs that um, happened uh, over- They eat know, cicada a, meal? Yeah, they totally do. And now you might imagine these poor oat mites have to wait 17 years for their favorite, favorite snack. Well, like, so, what are they eating in the meantime? I think they're probably eating other types of cicada 
adjacent animals. Yeah, exactly. But those and so they're up in the trees uh-huh. where the nymphs are set to fall down. And by the way, you can see where it, the nymphs you you just see a branch that is just all like brown leaves uh-huh. around other ones. That's where they are. And so if you're sitting outside like at a picnic or beneath a tree, those oat mites, you can't see them are biting. And now our whole family has been infected with them. I mean, everyone's talking about it here in D.C. It's not even worth going outside because they itch like it's almost like um, like if you've ever had chicken pox, like you, all you want to do is just like itch the bejesus out of it. Oh, yeah. This makes it worse. Like a poison ivy kind of thing. I've never had poison ivy, but it like it just doesn't go away. Um, now, see, I'm like thinking about mine. I'm Seriously. How long do they itch for? A long time. Several days. And they're and the thing is, they're like not a cute like little mosquito bite. They're like welts. Yeah, the, the photos on Washingtonian like little like zits almost. Yeah, they're, it's awful. It's wow. really, really bad. So that's really sorry I'm not there to experience that. My goodness. <laughs> yeah, I mean, apparently, like there there was a story about a bunch of tourists were um, having a picnic on the front of the cathedral, which has a ton of trees and ton of <laughs> cicadas. That's near where I live. They, they had a gazillion cicadas, and like the whole bus got infected, and they didn't know what it was. They thought it was some <laughs> sort of like bed bug. Like it was awful. Oh no! <laughs> because this only really happened seventeen years. So even every seventeen years. So if you call your dermatologist, right, they right, might right. have still been in diapers or in college when they went this at last app. Could have thought it was like scabies or something. Totally. Oh my gosh. Oh, this yeah. poor tourist. But they, they should speak to the manager and get a refund on their <laughs> vacation. I know. I know. So the, the, yet again, the cicadas have another effect on DC. yay. I don't even know what to do about that. Mm. So yeah, just stay in Greece, tell me. Yeah, when do they... Bugs there. No, not at all. There was actually a wildfire when we got here the first night and half the island lost power because <laughs> there was this fire that was near um, the power stores basically for the island. And it knocked some power out. Island went dark. They got it back on. It was fine. We went to a beach bar that had a generator. We were good. But um, they, uh, what's been really neat it, to see over the last couple of days, and the fire is under control now here. There's also like bad fires in Athens. But the fires that were here, they have these like Greek like firefighter planes that like go into the water and suck up water from the sea and go and fly and dump it on the fire. And so they had like a half a dozen of them. Yeah. And then like other countries sent theirs and there was like the all, so there was like this like flying parade of like firefighter planes that were like putting the fire out while we were watching it. It was wild to see. Well, I'm glad you're safe. Yeah, we're good. And we're good to an Island bar and like really digging deep for like sympathy and empathy, but that's fine. In fairness, the, the generator kept going out and like the same song kept playing over and over. That must, that's the worst. Was it a Greek well, song or a yeah, pop song? No, it was a Greek song. I don't know what they were saying anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> it might have been a different song, actually. I don't know. <laughs> um, by the way, something that is not the same every day is our show. You can go ahead and listen to past episodes. At this point, I think we've had like 300 episodes. So uh, good luck. <laughs> start, start at one and just make your way through. And please uh, subscribe, follow, and give us a five-star review, even if you don't think we deserve it. We'll see you next time.